You're listening to Historical Perspectives with Mr. Mall. Learn about life by looking at our history. Teachers, for more information about historical perspectives, search Mr. Malt's Marketplace on Teachers Pay Teachers or at MrMaltMarketplace.com. Happy learning! The Wampanoag Nation In the 17th century, North America was home to millions of native peoples who lived in hundreds of tribal communities. The Wampanoag Nation lived in the Massachusetts and Rhode Island areas. Their name is pronounced Wampanoag, which means people of the dawn and people of the first light. Each village within this tribal nation had a chief who was the person in charge. Only men could be chiefs at that time. Wampanoag women grew and prepared food. They also took care of the children. Men hunted and protected the villages. Everyone participated in music, art, and medicine. One artistic activity was very important to the Wampanoag people. They made beautiful beads from purple and white shells. Those beads were called wampum, and they were traded and used like money. Wampanoag families lived in shelters called witus. They are small, round houses made from wood and bark. Witu means house in Algonquin, the language of the Wampanoag people. The homes were easy to build and move when seasons changed. In colder months, they were bigger to hold more people at once, and they built them in areas well protected from harsh winters. In warmer months, they were smaller and set up near water for fishing and cool winds. For food, the Wampanoa grew the three sisters, corn, squash, and beans. These crops grew well together and provide a nutritional base for meals. Fish and hunted meat were also on the menu when possible. Sadly, illness nearly eliminated the Wampanoag tribe in the early 1600s. Historians believe that European rats brought disease with them on colonist ships. The disease contaminated fresh water with something called leptospirosis. They estimate that 90% of native people and colonists died from illness during that time. When the now-famous Mayflower ship arrived with pilgrims in 1620, it was the Wampanoag people who helped them survive. They taught them to farm and hunt. What Americans think of as the first Thanksgiving was actually a harvest feast shared by the pilgrims and the Wampanoag natives. The Wampanoag chief at that time was Massasoit. With translators, the two groups were able to keep peace and help each other for 40 years. When Massasoit died, his son became chief. During that time, more and more pilgrims arrived and moved onto Wampanoag land. War between the groups began. What happened next is part of a great tragedy. The loss of native lives land, and rights across the continent. It is estimated that there are only 4,500 Wampanoag people living today. Many live on a reservation in Martha's Vineyard, which is in the same original area where they lived long ago. They have shops there where visitors can buy native foods and art, including 
the beautiful wampum beads they still make today. Thanks for listening to this Historical Perspective. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe. Also, search for Historical Perspectives on Teachers Pay Teachers to learn more about other topics, such as the Golden Gate Bridge, Henry Ford, schools in the early 1900s, and so much more. Happy learning!